At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Right now, it's showtime. It's Dave. And Mahoney. Mahoney. Hello, friends, and thank you for joining us. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? There is a war that is raging in Florida. What do you mean? The squirrels are winning. Squirrels are too brave, man. Yeah, what is with squirrels? It's like they don't know that they are squirrels, and they think they are humans and trying to square up. Birds are drones, and squirrels run the world. Hard to disagree. Don't mess with the squirrels, man. I don't know why there's a Windermere Country Club in every city in America, but there is this one, though, is in uh, Naples, Florida. Uh, They're considering trying, and I'm emphasizing the word trying, to relocate a pack of aggressive squirrels who are straight up attacking golfers and their equipment. And they don't know what to do about it. So the squirrels have lost all fear of humans, even though all of the humans they are surrounded by have golf clubs. Mm. And carts. Yes. You would think that if if somebody had a club and also a bunch of projectiles, that would be quite bad for squirrels. A lot of guns and golf bags, too, especially in Florida. Oh, for sure. Situation has become such a problem that the country club has considered having a trapper try to get them to capture the squirrels and relocate them. But many... Locals and nature lovers in the area immediately express their disapproval. Shut up, nature lovers. No, 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 no. Let the squirrels stay. Let the battle rage on. I would I would go play a round at the Windermere Country Club just for this experience. I would forget the holes. I'm going for the squirrels. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the people out there who are like, just let them live. We're encroaching upon their territory. Yeah, man, we're bigger. That's how nature works. Yeah, we got thumbs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We figured out I how. I think they've got thumbs, too. Do they have squirrels on them? I think they have thumbs. I did see a squirrel texting one time. That makes sense. Mm. <laughs> yeah. like, wait, who is there's a squirrel t- texting? Big acorn. What? <laughs> he's, uh, he's, he's like the squirrel pimp that runs the place. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Okay. So the Windermere Country Club has yet to announce plans yet for the squirrels, but there is a raging debate right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's just, this This is pretty pretty simple. Pretty simple. We don't really need squirrels. Again, there's, a, there's a lot of guns in those golf bags. Yeah, and you start getting, you start getting, you start getting antsy. Uh-huh. You're, you're going to start, you're going to start coming after my people. Nah. That's how you get shot. That's, yep. That's how you get eaten. That's how we go. I'm not sure like if chicken. squirrel tastes good, you think? Like chicken. I bet it'd be kind of... Not everything tastes like chicken. Everything tastes like chicken. No, it's that's not chicken. that's not true. People who try to tell you that are fibbers. Like, I've had frog before. Frog does not taste like chicken. I, I had frog two weeks ago. And it did not taste like taste, chicken. It tasted just like chicken. It does not taste you like want, chicken. You want, you want to look at the picture of this, the, these, these, this frog? What were you doing eating frog two weeks ago? Why do you have a picture of it? Because okay, I had a frog. 
I had frog legs. You you made that at home? I didn't make that at home. I went oh. to a restaurant. I couldn't tell if that was Looks your... Looks tasty. Looks like a little tender. You know what it tasted like? Tasted like chicken. You it were... has the consistency of chicken meat. It does not taste like chicken. You went to a restaurant and said, give me the frog legs? Yeah. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. That's huh. not... I feel like that's a pretty cool thing. It's not. What do you mean? I don't like that. Stop that. You don't like frog legs? I don't think I like frog legs. You've never had frog legs? frog legs? No. They taste Why would like, I do, do that? you like chicken? Oh, my God. oh, does it taste like chicken? It tastes like chicken. I have to, have to try that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and squirrel. <laughs> and squirrel that are going to be dead soon on the golf course. Uh, I hate, like, people always have that argument all the time. It's like because they're trying to lure you into the frog leg. Yeah. It's like, Money just it's did just it. like chicken. You're like, well, why wouldn't I just get chicken? They're like, because they're not as exotic. <laughs> it's a frog. <laughs> it's a frog. It's like, leaner. It's just leaner. It feels like it's a. It's, is, is it leaner? It's leaner. <laughs> were these uh, open range frogs? They were okay, free range it. frogs. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Support <Free>. FRFs. <laughs> FRFs. <laughs> yeah. Do you think they've got frog farms for frog legs? I'm sure they sure. do. Sure. Yeah. Ah. They feel like there's not that much of a demand. They just go out and go gigging. I've yeah, never I, been to Missouri. I can't believe that you actually went out and ordered. You looked at the whole ass menu yep. and you went frog legs. Hundred percent. Why do you saw think- it on the menu? Mm-hmm. Had didn't even didn't even think of anything else. You I'm just like, got to that and stopped boom. right there. Yep, right yep. there. You stop looking after you find it. They did have an interesting appetizer though: bell peppers, fried, and covered in powdered sugar. Yuck! Where did you go? How do you make bell peppers unhealthy? They this did. Restaurant they, they, figured were, it out. they were delicious. They were delicious. You ordered that too? I, my, my friend ordered it, so I had it. And I was like, oh, these are delicious. What? Okay, but you always talk about how we you're like, you need to go to Missouri. I'm like, because I always just think kind of city-ish. I feel because growing up in a smaller town, I always just thought Missouri was larger. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, and Mahoney, you do a fantastic job of, of making it seem peak trash. That was a that was a jazz bar. <laughs> oh, Serving frog legs and fried bell peppers sure with powdered sugar. The jazz sugar. band sucked. No, I no, love I, I, I love jazz. I tried to go to a jazz bar with two, both of you in that's Chicago, true, that's true. and you stood me up. Well, yeah, we didn't want to go to a jazz bar. Um, we, and we were like, it would be funny if we lie to her and tell her that we're going to meet her there, and then don't. I went to bed. <laughs> um, you know how I can tell that jazz band sucks? Huh? Based off the picture you just showed me of the frog legs on your table, it's too well lit in that restaurant. That's a, a, there's, sorry, no such thing there's no cigarette smoke a, anywhere. a good jazz bar that's well lit. That's just that's just how photos work. You can change the. Oh, like, you doctor that. You took that into Photoshop, did you? You took it into Lightroom. I opened the aperture up on my camera. Oh god, yeah. you're so full of it. <laughs> just admit you're at a crappy dive bar that nope. serves awful food. It was, it was a wonderful with, with place. A menu designed by a six year old. Nope. He's standing his ground. He's not about it. Nope. Me, just like just like that country club. We're standing our ground against them squirrels. I'm standing my ground against this this jazz and frog leg propaganda that you're trying to push, sir. <sighs> Typical way to start the show, right? Anti-jazz and frog leg propaganda. And, 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 and those frogs, you know what? Uh, Maybe well, they just like the chemtrails. <laughs> Were those gay frogs you ate? Uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't discriminate. This is Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So I guess I don't understand something. You know how some Teslas have the self-driving feature? Yeah, you have to pay extra for that. What is that good for? Absolutely nothing. Nothing, right? Say it again. Well, there's been a lot of accidents involved. The beta software 
of the self-driving autopilot that they have for the cars. Yeah, yeah, but like, is there any actual good use for it? Because we've seen plenty of videos of like people cruising down the interstate asleep while their Tesla is driving them, and that doesn't seem really good for anyone. No, that is not good for anybody. And now Tesla is voluntarily recalling 362,000 vehicles over concerns that its full self-driving beta is causing vehicles to crash. Yikes. So the self-driving system can cause vehicles to act unsafe around intersections, like traveling straight through an intersection while in the turn-only lane. Entering a stop sign controlled intersection without coming to a stop, proceeding to an intersection during a steady yellow light without due caution. So Tesla will provide free over-the-air software updates for affected vehicles and owners, uh, but they are being mailed notification letters. That has to happen by April 15th. Again, I don't understand why these are even allowed in the first place. It seems like we're a long way off from self-driving cars being anywhere close to being ready for the road. We are. Yeah. Because the conditions change too much. Yeah. So, and also, turns out, when they were debuting this feature, mm-hmm. they faked the results. Oh, <gasps> well, they did. Like yeah. every car company ever. Do we remember the huge scandal that Volkswagen was under during uh, yeah. their uh, clean emissions cars yeah. that they were uh, not they got actually clean? They got billions Shocker. of dollars I'm for that. Yeah. Way more okay with that, you know? Just putting Honest. emissions into the air because, like every sure. every old car that's like yeah. older than nineteen fifty is also doing the I same mean, thing. Your 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 fingers on the your thumbs on the scale mm-hmm. for that one is it right? Hell no, no. Get fined, but like you're not like going to crash into somebody and you know right, run right. over a toddler. Yeah, yeah. you're just going to kill them slowly with the mm-hmm. emissions versus yeah. you Which, know. It's a problem for later us yeah. to deal with. Uh, sure. Everything is killing us slowly, including <laughs> time. Yeah. You know? Oh, that was dark. Is it? It's yeah. deep. Babe. It's true. <laughs> Right, let me, work, let me take right something now, out to right write now, down for my therapist. You are, you are closer to dying than when we started this story. Awesome. Um, anything else you would like to say to ruin my day? Mm. <laughs> okay, don't don't start really thinking nah. about it. <laughs> it's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, guys, just listen to what you're saying about the tax situation. Yeah, I agree. It's kind of weird. When you buy a house, you have to pay sales tax on the house, and you have to end up paying property tax on the house every year. But then you got companies like Amazon and Tesla, and these CEOs are getting millions of dollars uh, back in tax revenue. And I get it. Yeah, they're providing jobs for people. But then at the same time, these people are actually building rocket ships to get the heck away from everybody. just seems like a big old scam to keep the classes divided. All right. Well, talk to you guys later. Have a great day. Message deleted. Yep. Yeah, it is a scam <laughs> that the uh, the CEO is paying a lower tax rate than the janitor who cleans their office. That is garbage. Yeah. And if you disagree, you're an idiot. Yeah. Why do they tax us on money that is already taxed? Because they can. Cool. I love that response. Yeah. It's kind of like that whenever you don't understand something as a kid, yeah. your parents just like, there's because no I real, said so. There's no real, yeah, <laughs> what? that's exactly what it is. Hey, yeah. What do you mean? Or even worse is when you get taxed on money that's been taxed like twice mm-hmm. through, like, like an estate tax or a death yeah. tax. I like how there's a death tax. Yeah. Yeah. Like whenever you're giving, well, yeah, is that. So, I mean, there's a, like, like if there, you're giving like a, like a. An inheritance? Is that what you depends mean? Depends on which state, but there are still many states that have it. It's crazy. It's crazy. 
it costs money to die, which is going to happen very Shut soon. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Roger, I just love you to death. I think for a, a lady, a girl, you step up to the plate when it comes to working with those two guys. You're awesome. But my question is, what does it mean when people say you're bat crazy? What does bat mean when it comes to that phrase? You may have already had this. I don't know. I just started listening to you guys recently. But when they say you're bat crazy, what are they talking about? Thanks, guys. Message deleted. It's a really, really good question. And I I, I knew that this question was coming. um, And so I looked it up. And there is no real definition according to the actual dictionary. I mean, it just... Bat ass is pretty crazy in and of itself. Well, is it? Look at a bat. I just don't think of it. Take it as a slam. No, I know. I mean, bats are crazy. crazy, But, I mean, is bat ass crazier than normal ass? Yeah. Fun fact about... flying poop. You'd think, like, like hippo ass crazy would be a little... Yeah, but that's... T-Rex ass. Too many many syllables in hippo. Yeah, you're right. Doesn't roll off the tongue. Have you looked at all of the things that we use animal poop for? Or, like, in this instance, bat... Bat stuff? No. Guano? What, what do we use bat ass for? Back in the day, we used to use it for mascara. Really? Yep. Somebody looked at bat poop and said, let me put this on my eyeballs. Think about all the Is things this... that we use other poop for. What? We To fertilize? Well, that's different. That's... Our food? Yeah, but that's different. Oh, it's so different. <laughs> We're just going to ingest it. Well, it's, it, well, it causes the food to grow. Sure. It's but not we like, use whale puke for look. perfume. Yeah, that's true. That's weird. Mm-hmm. The like, fact that you we used like, sheep intestines for sausage. I'm fine with that. That's fine. Sheep, yeah. sheep are delicious. I'm just saying we use all kinds of weird things for things. I like that you can become filthy rich if you find a pile of whale vomit. We've heard that several times. It, it smells or and and the anal glands of beavers. Uh, anal glands of beavers. They use it for vanilla. They do. Google it, dude. Somebody's like, "Yo, give me that beaver's butthole." Get, I just bought a beaver hat. It smells fantastic. Legitimately, I just bought a beaver hat. What do you mean yesterday. you bought a beaver hat? I bought a. Beaver. What do you mean you bought a beaver hat Who yesterday? Are you becoming? Why? Why? Do you see that beaver hat? That beaver hat is sick. I want to zoom in on it. Hang on, I'm taking your phone from you. I promise I'm not going to swipe right or left. Okay, first of all. That's a sick beaver hat for only thirty bucks. Thirty? You only paid thirty bucks for a beaver hat. Thirty six with shipping. You it's can't the have new a new and improved deluxe <laughs> version of the classic Primus beaver hat. Let but it's a this. sick. It's a sick beaver hat. Oh, oh, that's a that's a hat with a picture of a. It's beaver Primus. On it. It's a Primus hat. Yeah, but, but no. the beaver. That guy was like Davy Crockett. Yeah, I thought you were transitioning into Davy Crockett. I was like, the hell yeah! If you roll in here with like a coon quarters tail, in. <laughs> but instead it's a beaver flap off Quart- the back. It's just his little tail, yeah. his little beaver. Have you ever seen? That'd be so sad killing a beaver for a hat because uh. all they do is just try and carry stuff. Beavers are crazy, man. Well, they have to be. Do you see that they have to build? Have you ever met a nice construction worker in real life? They, they are the blue collar of rodents. They're just out here. They're like, man, I finally blocked off this whole lake. And then you came and knocked it down. <laughs> they, I, yeah. I blocked a river. A whole and river. And you came and knocked it down. I'd be pissed too, man. I'd be so mad. And they're all got their big old teeth. They're like, no one loves me. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show.
So, Mahoney, I have what you think would be really good news, and it turns out it might not be. What's that, Dave? You know, like all the uh, the pumps and the pills and all that stuff that uh, the dudes the... get marketed for, you know, your, your junk. junk. Yeah. Okay. Uh, turns out that it's working. Uh, researchers have found that after uh, 30 years, uh-huh. the uh, the man's average size has actually increased. You guys so are starting to evolve. We are, and it turns out that might mean that we are devolving. So, from 1992 to 2021, they're saying that the, uh, the average fully at mast 4.8 to 6. Okay. Okay, so but you're saying you're devolving. Why? Is the intellect attached to the male genitalia size? I don't know specifically if, if the intellect is attached to the size, although I mean, in your research, Audrey, would you say that the uh, the dudes that you've met with the biggest were the dumbest? No. Ah. <laughs> no? Uh-huh. Oh, boy. Why is she blushing? (laughs) (laughs) In my experience, that's the case. So, anyways. So, but I mean, if we're thinking about it, though, it kind of makes sense. Because it kind of makes sense that they're getting larger. Because what women are choosing is like a different average size than like a micro from, you know. I mean, I'm not saying that people are choosing like eight foot (laughs) or whatever, but like, you know. There's certain sizes that are going to be the average size mm-hmm. that people are going to have and go for or whatever. Like, like I don't know. It's so you're pa- saying partner selection. It's it's like guys kind of evolving towards what is working best for them over time. Maybe. Um, no, it's just dudes with who are rocking it are already are probably reproducing more often. That's, than what, I, that's what I mean. Oh, that's yeah. Because yeah. reproduction. Yeah. I mean, that's they're. Funny. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, while it may seem like every man's wish, the team at Stanford is worried that the uh, the size increase is actually due to exposure to. Chemicals. chemicals and uh, lifestyles where you're not moving and junk food. It's those gas station yeah. pills, man. Yeah. And also, if it was junk food, oh boy, <laughs> I would be. Oh, you have, have a long. Jeez. Wait. So you're saying that those things are contributors to longer things? Yeah. According yeah, to the researchers at Stanford. Yeah. yeah. The environmental so the, and lifestyle factors. The more factors. active you are and the healthier you eat, the smaller. That uh, leaner, the, maybe I don't know. That doesn't sit. What a leaner wiener. <laughs> that just is an, weird. Yeah, I don't just know. because we have more access to it now than we did in the fifties. I mean, that seems like a pretty significant jump, right? You're talking like four point eight to six. Sure, eighties. We're talking eighties here. Yeah, thirty well, nineteen ninety two. Yeah, so close to the eighties. But yeah, it's also for all you dudes out there that have, have felt very insecure because you've seen a lot of adult films. The average size, yeah, four point eight in nineteen ninety two. Now six, so we're fine. Like, sure, there's the anomalies that you see making all the films. That's not normal. Well, there are a lot of women men body standards. There's a lot of women who I mean, I've been seeing in the OnlyFans category who are jumping on these podcasts who are talking about how they literally prefer the not eight inch, Man, seven that's inch because they're talking to their audience. <laughs> That's Every right. dude's like, yes. That's, I mean, I mean, really. If you get on there, and you, like, what do you? If you, if you're if you're an entrepreneur, which but, a lot of these people who I, are on OnlyFans are, you don't think there's a lot of people though that are just genuinely like, uh, for me, I prefer. Sure, but I'm saying like, if, if I'm going to take a stance publicly because I'm selling a product, which yeah. is you know, you buying into me, I'm going to say you're going to market to the dudes to that, the largest amount of people. Yeah. Well, but also possible. There is a certain threshold that it goes. Yeah, in. No, yeah, we get, we get it. Yeah, <laughs> like it just doesn't. Some there is too big. Yeah, sure, absolutely, sure. 
And, and it's it, none of, it's nobody it's nobody listening right now. So don't don't worry. Yeah, it's not you, pal. Yeah. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh good for you. You know the songs. But do you know them when they sound this bad? It's cover your ears. On Dave and Mahoney. Hang me out Oh, I get it, because they're cover songs. All right, let's jump into it. It's a round of Cover Your Ears. Mahoney and Audrey playing against each other. And Audrey, you get the option. Do you want to go first or second on the first one? Uh, uh, It never really seems to do me any good, but I'll go first. Okay, well, (laughs) I'll tell you this much. Uh, The the first one is performed by Bob and Bev, who we have heard many times. We love Bob and Bev. Uh, 3,800 views on this one, so easily the most popular. Bob and Bev may be the most prolific karaokeers on YouTube. Absolutely. So each one of these cover songs, you have 30 seconds to figure out the original artist as well as the song title for a full point. If you get just the artist or the song, it is a half point. Here we go, Audrey. 30 seconds on the clock. Good luck. And I pray. Oh, my God, do I pray. I pray every single day for revolution. And so I cry sometimes when I'm lying in bed. Beautiful, absolutely gorgeous. Four non blondes. What's up? What's going on? Yes, there we go. <laughs> what the heck is up? But I think like Legit. is it like what's up in like parentheses or something on that song? Is it? I don't know. I thought it was what's up. <laughs> I, <laughs> what's going on? Uh, hold on. But right, are you feeling that same way that I, I am? Feel, uh, yeah, like. What's the song? We're looking it up. What's four, up? It's the only four non-blonde song that anyone knows. It's called knows. What's Up. It's called, I'm pretty sure it's called. What's Up. It's called What's Up. It's, it's called, called What's, what's up? up. Yes. Oh, okay. So. All right. Are you sure? We're looking it up I mean, right uh, now. YouTube. Oh. says it's called What's Up. Maybe they yeah, did, What's Up. Maybe they just titled it wrong, Bob and Bev, which is hard to imagine. But. Yeah, right. Okay, yeah, so, no. It's yeah. called What's Up. Well, it is called What's yeah. Up. You got the Play whole my eagle again. Uh, what are you doing over there? There you go. Full point there for Audrey. Job, Very nicely Audrey. done. Thank you. We're going to swing it the other direction from 3,800 views down to five sure. views for this next one. Five. Uh, this is from Ace Music, and we're about to find out if it is, in fact, an Ace Mahoney. Your first 30 seconds on the clock. Good luck. Pushed as far as I can go. For all this, there's only one thing you should have known. That's 30 seconds, and I will say, Jordan, excellent, excellent job. Mahoney Jordan, is, you're about, I'm going to come in there and fight you. <laughs> I love this. Mahoney His face is so, was instant you know, mad. You know all the Lincoln Park songs sound the, sound the exact same to me. You right. know, I, I'm okay. like, you know, some people are colorblind. I am Lincoln Park Nirvana, and Nirvana blind. Well, fair. I am all all sound the same to me. And Chili Peppers. Uh, no, I know the Chili Peppers. <laughs> oh, just right. kidding. Okay. So uh, can you just guess here? I think that's in the end. It yeah. is? Yeah. Good job. Good point. That's, well, but that's what 
I always guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, literally, they all sound like, in the end, I like Lincoln Park, but they all sound like, in the end. Isn't that the first song that uh, Mike Shinoda was like, wow, hey, uh, can you scream a little bit more? Because that sounds really good, and we need to keep that same exact flavor. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was that song. Uh, next one here is Johnny Unholy performing a song. Johnny Unholy. 36 Isn't that new Sam Smith song? <laughs> Something like that. Him and Lil Nas X? <laughs> no, I, I actually... Wait, do they have a song together? I thought I don't they think did. so. They just <laughs> share clothes. Uh, here we go. Good luck, Audrey. Summer between happiness and sadness I need to calculate what creates my own madness And I dip into your punishments And you're the master And I'm waiting for disaster I feel irrational, so confrontational I was getting it at that very end. No clue anything. Can I please hear the, like, the last... Little bit, the last little or unless you want to play the seconds. whole, unless you want to play the whole thing. You no, know. no, we'll just go to like the last six seconds. Here okay. we go. I get how you're almost there on that one. It's so close. Yeah, I'm right there with you, Audrey. I don't know. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Nothing's nothing. coming. Okay. Nope. Mahoney chance to steal here. It's not easy. Papa Roach, right? It is Papa Roach. We played this song. I remember playing mm-hmm. this song as a current. Yeah. Oh, was it a hit? It, I, I mean, it, we played like a, it, but it like wasn't a big like hit. yeah, it wasn't like Last Resort or anything. Um, or scars? No. Uh, Let me go through my way with murder. Yeah. I, yeah. There's no, nice there's deal. no way nice I would have gotten that. Hell I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm not Hell the yeah. biggest Papa Roach fan. I mean, like I listen to them occasionally, but I definitely don't know their catalog. No, I mean we played that. I mean, Dave and I played that. Getting as, away with murder. It was not a huge song, but it was a big enough hit where we're, we're I, I get how you finally, how you figured it out. Yeah, you know, but it's been. It's probably been a decade since you actually heard that song. I mean, the last time I played that song, I was doing overnight, so probably 2006. Okay, so 2007. Mahoney, you can close it out right here. You can get the win. You you ready for this? Yeah. 217 views. This is from Aaron Van Sinkle. Okay. <laughs> I am still dreaming of your face. It's right there. I mean, I know the. Oh God, I wanna be your. Oh, Everclear and uh, is that I will buy you a new life? It is not. It is Everclear though, which is good enough for the win. Santa Monica. Santa Monica. It's one or the other. God, that was hard. That was a tough yeah, one. Yeah, Mahoney, you did great. Thank Audrey, you. you I did fine. Played. This is David Mahoney. Is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand. It's the Redneck Report. <laughs> Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. So I think we can all agree that people that are out here robbing other people are kind of dirtbags. But uh-huh. if we're being totally honest, when somebody else gets robbed, it doesn't really bother me that much. You know, somebody else gets killed. I'm like, that's awful. Yeah. I'm really sorry to hear about that. Somebody else gets robbed. I'm like, yeah, whatever. 
But is what it is. This is egregious. What moment. happened, Dave? Uh, in Chicago, a man is facing a uh, a bucket of felony charges after he robbed a man at gunpoint and then stayed at the scene and ate the man's fried chicken. Oh hell no, dude! What? <laughs> the victim parked in front of his home, started to head towards a residence with his piping hot chicken, and that's when James Taylor, 20 years old, interrupted him, asked him for a light. Victim said he didn't have one, kept walking. This dude's walking with a bucket of chicken. That's when he tapped the man on the shoulder, turned around, pointed a pistol at him, and the victim handed over his keys, $2 in cash, a debit card, and the bucket of fried chicken. That's when the dude climbed into the victim's car and started eating the chicken right in front of the guy. You Wait, not only did you steal my wallet, my debit card, my piping hot Popeyes. That's that, and then you're going to eat it in the car. What's, sure. crazy. What's crazy? You cannot like that's, you can eat. You could eat in and out. That's a boss move. You mm-hmm. could eat fries. Mm-hmm. Audrey's crazy and eats tacos. Love a taco in the car. But it is, is a step too far to eat fried chicken in another man's car. I mean, I feel like that. That is like the boss move. That is the alpha move. Like that is a, that is man. He was so consumed by consuming the chicken that he did not notice that the victim was calling nine one one. The cops arrived on the scene within minutes, and they found the guy still eating the chicken when they arrived. This is 100% a viral marketing ad for Popeye. Absolutely. Yeah, because first of all, the cops don't come that quick. Secondly, the... In Chicago, they certainly do do not. not. The cops have been drinking. Absolutely not. Yeah. You just got other things, and there's a cop shortage. So there's no way that they're just like on the scene for a dude who's eating my chicken Fried in the front chicken seat. And he stole two dollars. Yeah, they ain't even showing up for that. No. no. So I've uh, dude, long... if you wiped your hands after eating chicken on, on another man's upholstery on the on the fabric seats or something, I hope they give him the death penalty. <laughs> so we've had a stance here at the show for a long time that uh, that we all belong. In the villages. In fact, if the villages in Florida no. are listening right now and they have enough budget and they want an exclusive morning show, we will just forget everything that we've no. ever known. We will, no. we will burn down everything and move there no. right now. I no. will abandon my family. Yep. No. Yep. <laughs> just let us in early. You know, we're not yeah. 55. Look. So, like, we, we could be your... We could be your show for a long time. It is the endless villages. content, Audrey. Dave, you're the only one who would survive. Audrey? I, we, Mahoney thinks he would, but we, he just got a new neighbor get, and hates him because he's just like new oh, yeah. and oh, a little young. Oh, but, but Mahoney loves drama at the same time. He's got a rivalry with a dog in his neighborhood that wears a sweater. That's why he saying. can't. He would not survive in the villages. He would combust because he would oh, be no. so angry at all of the happenings in the villages. Now, me and all the other old people on our anger, we would like form like uh, Old Tron, you know, Old Tron, <laughs> <laughs> and just write to the HOA constantly. That's what we would do. We so, would our, with our powers combined. Let me let me share a new tale from the villages with okay. you. Hey, this is there's some sort of love triangle going on here because they refer to this guy as the romantic rival of another man. Okay, you know how you have like rival dads. You've heard of that probably, right? But this is a romantic rival, so I guess they were pining after the same woman. And this this particular gentleman was arrested after he allegedly defecated on the man's vehicle. Hell yeah! In the villages, I mean that's if we're talking about alpha moves, Audrey. That's a that's that's top tier. That's an al that's an alpha uh, movement, an alpha bowel movement. <laughs> <laughs> he said that he walked out into the driveway that morning and discovered that the passenger side windshield wiper of his car was broken. There were scratches on the doors, and the dude had climbed up onto the vehicle and taken a huge slam right on the roof of the car. Dude, I'm not all- even the, not even the hood climbed all the way up to the roof and just in my teenage years and early twenties, I 
often fantasized about pooping on I somebody's car. I can understand why. why. I peed on somebody's car. but you I never, did? Oh, yeah. On the door handle? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, that's where you yeah. do it. Yeah. So they got to grab Coworker. it. Coworker. <laughs> never find out? Nah. Well, today is that day. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. The strangest, strangest dumbest, 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 and funniest audio from the depths of the World Wide Web. This, 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 this is the Internet is Undefeated on Dave and Mahoney. Well, we actually didn't need the Internet for this first clip up today in the Internet is Undefeated because they talked a lot about it on the broadcast. So even if you have never been on the Internet, you probably heard plenty about the story of the Kelsey brothers playing in the Super Bowl against each other. It's a big story. Uh, But the Internet certainly enhanced it because these two brothers have spent time talking to each other on podcasts and going back and forth about just how emotional it was for them to be in this game Can't together. even imagine, yeah. you know? I mean, they're not directly competing against each other on the field at the same time, but thankfully. The but Yeah, they're both on the offense, yeah. so they're not you know, actually out like, there squaring up against each other like the Diggs brothers could be or something yeah. like that. Uh, but here is Travis Kelsey uh, talking with his brother Jason. What did it mean to win your Super Bowl after watching me win one two years previous? Honestly, it felt like I had finally did something for the family. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like you had just been AP music man getting hit up by Ivy League schools. I'm going to go walk on and be a freaking superhero. Oh, you are. And then you get a scholarship and you made mom and dad's life that much easier. And then you get drafted. Then you win a Super Bowl. It was just like, Travis. those two man it's a it's a good story and the you know, the mom being out there wearing the split jersey and the custom kicks and all of it uh, i was here for it see i thought that this was going to be the audio of them talking about their mom yeah because have you heard that audio Where that's they, the what, audio that's emotional that's what, the one what, that i wanted to hear because there is the, the audio of them yeah. literally talking and crying together as brothers mm-hmm. about the emotional just joy that their mother must have felt and it's like yes you, your mom is so excited for one brother but at the same time like it, she's looking at her other baby being like oh man but and then also, just the pride as sons that you feel you know for the, representing your family yes, in that two, way two boys in the super bowl Huge. at the same time but, playing against each other but the tears for jason kelsey are quickly uh dried up by the millions of dollars that yeah, he is just fine. that's the thing that, like sure but we, no he's feeling it the, the fans yeah. are so much more invested mm-hmm than the players are. This is a job. So I he, mean, for most of them, they're making millions of dollars playing a, a very hard game, but they're still getting very well compensated. So the uh, the the interesting thing about uh, the question that was posed to their mom, I thought, I, I don't know if it was Aaron Andrews or somebody else asked her, but they, they asked the mom, like, who do you expect to talk to first after the game? And yeah. she said, Probably whoever loses, yeah. <laughs> because they'll be more available. Yeah. The winner's going to be partying. <laughs> <laughs> and we saw Travis Kelsey uh, acting a boob uh, on the broadcast after with Patrick Mahomes Mad. being the worst hype man of all time. <laughs> uh, He's trying, you, man. He's trying. When you think about like athletic families, I was thinking about this. Like you think about like I mean Travis and Jason Kelsey. I mean he's one of the he's one of the best centers in the in in the history of football. And Kelsey is making a uh, a real strong uh, plea to be the greatest tight end of all time. Yep. Uh, when you think about like the most athletic family, like having two brothers play in the NFL is pretty impressive. Yeah, but then you think about the Jones family with the what, three. There's three. The, the Mannings is a great example, too, because like two, two, bowls, two absolute, Super Bowls, two, two stud Two double Super Bowls. Well, but wasn't yeah. the older brother also supposed and, to do really well, but he got injured or something? Like a, like a really bad injury? Yeah. And the dad, Archie and the, Manning, and the dad, is obviously, obviously. Yeah, that's a, a stud family. 
legendary. But yeah, I mean, John Jones, you know, former UFC light heavyweight champion, uh, who's never actually lost a fight, not, up, you know, other than Matt that Hamill. One, that Matt Hamill. Thank you, nonsense. Matt Hamill. But then Steve Mazzagatti, what up? <laughs> Chandler Jones, who is a stud defensive player yep. now on the Las Vegas Raiders, and then you, on top of that. You've got the other brother who played for the Indianapolis Colts for years. So you've got three brothers that were all professional, high-level athletes. There, there was a family, Dave, that puts the Jones brothers to shame. Who? Not only doubles the amount of professional athletes, but eight brothers in total eight? made it to the NHL. Really? The Souther brothers, if you remember back. Were they good, actually? Yeah, the Souther brothers. Like, I was big fans of them when they played for the Chicago Blackhawks in the Did 90s. That's a whole starter squad. <laughs> no, they played for everybody. But there were amazing. Oh, okay. Yeah, the entire team is just the You had the eight brothers. brothers that made it to the NHL. That is impressive. Dude, I mean, can yeah. you imagine? I mean, I guess the NHL. There was like eight people playing in the NHL back the in like the 70s. But still. You know what's kind of interesting, too, is that there's that whole conversation about the nepotism and like Nepo babies or whatever. Yeah. And how like a lot of them are, you know, actors or singers or or whatever because they just had these people who were in Hollywood who were able to kind of give them a leg up on, you know, on set. I feel like the only area that you can't really cry Nepo is in sports. Well, the Watt family as well. I mean, Copper just pointed that out. I mean, you think about J.J. Watt yeah. and then his brother, T.J. Watt, who's just was won in defensive the for player. many years, but yeah, now defensive is player of the year. Absolutely. Really stud. coming into his own. And, and they've got another brother, Derek Watt, who's a fullback on the Steelers as well, who's, you know, not that impressive. It's because nobody cares about fullbacks. That's the only reason why. Like, he's a good fullback, but nobody cares about fullbacks. What even is a fullback? I've never even heard of that. It's a fat running back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It is, it is. Um, All right, so from Tipsy or Toddler, we had this, Jim. Jacob, I'm in a feel of lavender, and I I don't know where to go from here. It's heaven, buddy. Uh, I I like his voice of reason friend there at the end who just informs him that he's in heaven, if you you missed that. I thought that it was going to be like a sober voice clocking in to to let him know that, no, you're not floating in a field of lavender. Mm -mm. Jacob. I'm in a feel of lavender, and I I don't know where to go from here. It's heaven, buddy. The, it's hippie, heaven, buddy. the hippie in me wants to go there. Audrey, now that you're a crystal gal. <laughs> yes. You so know. I'm saying the, the hippie like in me, the person who is trying to eliminate all seed oils. Do you have any? <laughs> and, oh, that's not the, chemicals in my life. That's not the hippie. That's like, that, I feel like that's the Just bro. Just awareness the bro, of the bro yeah, in me? That's the bro, yeah. man. That's the, that's <laughs> that's the bro the, guy. All of my nutritional <laughs> advice from TikTok. Yeah. Bro. That's the no, bro. that's fact. That's yeah, fine. Sure, it's yeah. not nutritional advice from TikTok. That's uh, fact. It's literally it's illegal everywhere other than the United States. It's, it's not illegal. It's not. But the, seed oils are not, not in our not. products, and you can't even get yellow dye illegal. in a lot. It's not illegal. Okay, it's, Dave. It's, sure. It's, it's discouraged. No, I mean I actually read a, a fairly extensive article about it. But okay. No, but I mean, tell me. Yeah. yeah You're gonna tell me to do my own research. Do your own research. Okay, yeah, I yeah, do. Yeah, okay. She saw TikTok, Dave. <laughs> yeah. Settle down there, sir. Uh-huh. Speaking of the the hippie, in you, do you ever rub lavender on your feet? No. But I have seen the potato, dude. I've I, like when like nights that I'm having trouble sleeping, and my wife will rub some lavender on my feet because you know I can't get down there. Your wife rubs lavender on your you feet. Think are I can you get the, the Lord? The bottom of my feet. Are you our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? What are you talking about? That's that's no. He was the one who was bathing the people's feet, Dave. You're the okay. One. Is she the our Lord and Savior <laughs> yes. Jesus Christ? Maybe, possibly, but uh, no. It's a it's a really nice uh, like like you sleep so well because well, all of your the lavender oils. There's so many things connected to your feet yeah. within. In your body. It's very nice, mm. Dave. You should try it. 
You think that I'm going to be able to talk my wife into rubbing lavender on my feet? Do you, why don't you reciprocate? You stop being so DJ Khaled up in this yeah, bitch feels like and, a lot of and rub some lavender on her <laughs> feet, too. And finally, and the internet is undefeated, it was this gem from Mullet Over. There's a construction worker. Did not have a mullet, but man, he really, really, really seemed to love his job. Absolutely covered in dirt from head to toe. And apparently likes to eat dirt as well? I guess. I still can't believe it. I went from eating dirt as a kid now i'm working in it and they still let me eat it it's awesome this is david mahoney this is david mahoney should people be upset with Andy Reid for not allowing his players to watch the halftime show worked. during the Super Bowl? No. It worked. Because why on earth would Andy Reid be like, yeah, y'all just go over there and watch uh, watch Rihanna do her performance for the whole halftime while we're, we're supposed losing. to be figuring out how to win this yeah, football Yeah, we're game. losing right now. Are people really mad? Yes, like the internet is just so stupid. Okay, well, whenever you become a professional athlete who has millions of dollars on the line for a victory, for a ring... Then you can have a also, conversation about those it. of us who've worked it. We work in the music business mm-hmm. and we've hosted many festivals and concerts. And there's many times where we are at concerts that we are not able to see yeah, because well. we are working. We are getting paid. Getting drunk. And that is a part of the job. You have a job to do. <laughs> yes. And it's to win the entertain football. people and, and win the win the football and, game that still is continuing. And the way that most of their contracts are written. The vast majority of those players, if you win the Super Bowl, you are getting a bonus. Huge a pretty sizable yeah. bonus. So like this whole like Andy Reid bringing down the iron fist by not allowing his players to watch the uh, the halftime show it, is just goofy. I am just so happy for Andy Reid, though. Like, to oh, just... Vindication? Beating oh, the Eagles? Oh, yeah. In, you know, I mean, his first Super Bowl was obviously monstrous, but beating Philadelphia That's something. for him... Just, I mean, did you see Patrick Mahomes at the at the parade? Yes. I mean, he was hammered, which, good for him. You know, he's a kid. He, he, just, he doesn't seem like somebody who would get hammered, though, so he really. must be like a lightweight. He seems like he would get hammered on Coors Light. Well, when the season, sure. you know, season's Absolutely. over. Absolutely. Ultra. He uh-huh. has three of them. He's just like, wee! Season's <laughs> I mean, over. He's going to cut loose, man. Like I, That's a reason he, to, to drink. He mm-hmm. may be my favorite athlete in sports right now. He is, I mean, I've had the chance to interview him, and, yeah. and that was right after he won his first NFL MVP. It was mm-hmm. at the draft that happened in Nashville. Was that I don't know, four years ago, whatever it was, three or four years ago? And he was honestly one of the sweetest dudes ever. Just like genuinely a humble guy that was kind of down for whatever. And but good there was parents, no- man, like you, you, yeah. they set him up for success. I mean, and I mean, I, I wouldn't say great parents because look at his younger brother. I'm kidding. Yes, I like his younger brother. Like you I know do. a lot of people like, are like I. You know what? You tolerate. I say tolerate. Tolerate is probably a better Again, word. Tolerate. I think. Yeah. I think you're, you're he's like a yellow light. It's you're fine. old. You just go through it. Whatever, man. Dude's living his best life. True. Is he? He's he is a 21 year old um, who is a Gen Z living in the shadow of his professional athlete brother. The, I feel the, like he, him the, acting out is probably the biggest, yeah. the biggest I mean, sports athlete in America right now. Yeah. But probably. the whole like storming into clubs and like demanding the that's, VIP sec. You're just like but that's like kind of dances. Not who cares? saying that I would be any better if I had a older brother like Patrick Mahomes. I'd, I'd probably be probably, worse. Probably uh, be doing probably. the same thing. But we can still sit here and judge. Okay. I'm gonna judge. Like yeah. What do you mean? This but, is my this re- is my constitutional right. <laughs> to read judge. the constitution. You don't even know First Amendment. What? Yeah, for real. But he, I've been doing so many naked TikToks. <laughs> like, well, look at me. Pick me. Did you see what Patrick Mahomes did at the parade? Oh, yeah. 
I love it. I, man, he, he handed off. He's carrying the Lombardi trophy, yeah. and he's walking down this gigantic pack street because Kansas City came out for yep. this thing. Yeah. I mean, it was, you know, Holiday. Yeah, it was, they basically shut down the entire city, and he's just wearing his like WWE belt. He's got his like ski goggles cocked on the side Hilarious. of his head, holding the Lombardi trophy, and he's so, I think, drunk or just like just in care. the moment. He just handed it to somebody in the crowd. No way. <laughs> yes. And walked off. <laughs> he's just like, just I don't want to carry this no, anymore. No, I think he was just drunk, and he's just like, here you go. I took a I mean, took a picture with somebody crew. in the crowd yeah. and like you know let him hold it and just forgot about Can it. Can you I mean, imagine that guy who was getting to hold it and like was probably in a sheer panic? Dude, in Kansas like, City, dude, that is the like peak for that peak. guy. Like first birth of his child yeah. won't Screw compare it. to that. No, I mean you get a hand of that Lombardi trophy, you're like, all right, I'm gonna head on out. <laughs> you get tackled. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. It can be a stage full of empty Campbell soup cans or Led Zeppelin. If I'm drunk at a bar and a band is playing, you best believe I'm screaming at them to play All-Star. Message deleted. <laughs> I hate people like you. <laughs> I hate people like you. It's the same people who are like, Freebird! Man. Like, shut up. They have a whole... They have a whole... Oh, they gotta be so annoyed. And also, Freebird is like the seventh best song from Leonard Skinner. Yeah. Come on. Really? Yeah. I mean, Sweet Home Alabama. That's the business. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's the number one. Yeah. And then I'm sure there's some other ones, too, that are (laughs) Some in between. (laughs) Freebird and Sweet Home Alabama. But the... uh, I saw a cover band this uh, this past weekend. It was part of like the big Super Bowl celebration that was uh-huh. going on in Phoenix, and uh, there was a cover band that was on stage playing "Good Charlotte," "Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous," and it was awesome. Really? Because <laughs> when was. do you ever hear that? Yeah, it's a nice surprise. Yeah. It might have actually been "Good Charlotte." I'm not sure. <laughs> you thought it was a cover band? No, nope, that's the Madden Brothers up there. <laughs> <laughs> there they are. There's Benji. Benji and Joel. <laughs> so oh, Joel. <laughs> Which ones are married to Cameron Diaz? They're still married, Benji. right? Benji's married to Cameron Diaz. I the other one's right? Nicole Richie, I think. The other one's married to Nicole Richie. Yeah. yeah. One of Nicole Rich- Who would have thought we that Google Benji this. Which one's and which? Joel Madden would end up with Nicole Richie and Cameron Diaz? I mean, for them. two of the two peak. Those yeah. are two peak women. Yeah. Think about Nicole Richie's just iconic influence in pop culture, her and Paris Hilton. Um, what was that one show that they had? Oh, uh, where they would go, pretend to be poor. <laughs> And like go through and They'd do all like, of these I'm odd go work jobs. On a farm, you know, like you have to oh like be gosh. around a cow. Sa-da, and they're sa-da, just like, sa-da. Oh my gosh, I still love that stupid show. Uh, I, did, I did too, <laughs> of course, because they were po- they that were was peak, peak trash TV. Yeah, um, I'm gonna look it up. Benji, Mary. My problem with a lot of live two. music, and Ooh. this is, and it may just be because I have bad hearing. Mm-hmm. Benji, I hate Cameron when I'm at a a lot a, a, a lot like a concert be it in an arena, be it at a bar, whatever it may be, and the vocals are just buried by the, by the instruments so much and you can you can barely hear them. Yeah. It's because they're nervous to turn their mics up. That's huh? the only thing that makes sense to me. It's like, why is your mic so low and the drums but so hot? It happens to like pretty decent like when you're in a in like even a club that holds like two or three thousand people, mm-hmm. you know, still a pretty large venue. That's on the sound guy. Well, or I think it's on the band for having their sound tuned that way. It's just, I, I, there's nothing that drives me more nuts. That's why I like seeing big bands who have really good sound. Like the first time I saw Linkin Park live, and it was an outdoor venue, 
which is a hard, which is harder to you know to sure. create a soundscape. I mean, it sounded perfect, and yeah. I was just like that's when I got a whole new respect for what Lincoln Park did. You know, fifteen years. Twenty one pilots. Royal yeah. Pilots kills it. Imagine so Dragons. Imagine Dragons. Yeah. Like great, the yeah. Killers. Yep. You know, you, you look at like bands like that. You know, and the, I think the ones that I've been like the so disappointed by is because I love hip hop and there's just so much poor sound. Yeah. In hip hop. Mm, yeah. And well, it just sucks unless you're going like on the the absolute upper echelon of artists. Man, you know what I miss is going to see bands in venues where there's like a couple hundred people. Like that was a thing for us yeah. growing up, where we'd go sure. see Corrosion of Conformity and Three Eleven. I just saw that with Turnstile, Box Twenty, and yeah, yeah I just saw that with Turnstile, uh, uh, like a Brooklyn Bowl uh, in, in Las Vegas. Right, and that was, I mean, that's a little bit bigger than kind of what I'm talking about, where it's like a few hundred people, right? But that yeah, was still you're probably pretty looking intimate. at fifteen hundred versus but that's like still pretty intimate for for a band like that. And that that show looked. You think that there was fifteen hundred people in there? Because oh, my videos, yeah. okay. Yeah. Oh, at yeah. least. Yeah, I, I don't know what the capacity is for that for yeah. that joint. But I mean, it's it looked awesome. I did like, see that, who, that was the vibe I'm talking about. I did see Hoobastank with four other people. You were just in four other people in front of Doug. We didn't know it was the only we didn't know there. it was Hoobastank. It was just a crappy bar in downtown St. Louis. That it was we you were, and the band. The there other were four more band were members on. than there were audience did, members did, at that point. Did they thank each member of the band? Audience, we laughed. We were like, oh boy, oh Doug. At some point, our society started looking at people who wear glasses as smart. I have no idea why. Some of the dumbest people I know wear glasses. Message deleted. Okay, this is fairly hurtful because just yesterday, Mahoney was telling me that he thought that I was faking the funk, that I was pretending to be intelligent because I wear glasses. You're an imposter. Mm-hmm. I feel like you get a, you know, you're kind of going for that professor look, man. You're going to... Little, uh, you know, you got that salt and pepper yeah, going, yeah. and you got glasses, glasses in. Glasses, yeah. You, so you start his, wearing his an ascot. His pepper in his yeah. hair, or his salt in his hair, is fake too. Yeah. Probably, he's, he's, he's actually premature, prematurely dying it. Yes, that's <laughs> be more gray. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to, Just to, to look anything to look like I'm like I'm not a stone cold moron. But you do. I mean, the, the the salt and pepper and the glasses make anybody just the the perception of it seem smarter. I'm gonna start dressing like a professor just to really piss you off. Start yeah. stealing some of his those, quarter zips. Those, oh, you, you know that's elbow that's patch. What, yeah, blazers, the elbow patch blazers. Yeah. <laughs> you guys did not go to college. No, no professors no. were wearing the elbow patch. I mean, you went to a party in sports school. I went to a, the number one. I graduated with a communications degree because I am an idiot. But we are a medicine, a school of medicine first. Mm-hmm. Medicine and partying. Yeah, yeah. Just because yeah. we were D one school who had a dynasty basketball that's, team. I mean, that's. I mean, that's part of it. Sure. Other schools that have good sports also have fantastic programs. Um, just, just because the professor is dressed like that in the movies doesn't mean that all professors dress like all, that in their life. You know, Dave, as somebody who is going to be a, a adjunct professor <laughs> speaker guest uh-huh. at uh, DePaul University That's in Chicago, right. Jesuit right. University, uh-huh. you know, uh, I know how professors dress. Oh, sir. So, you know, so, has anybody else here been invited to speak, uh, you know, and teach class? I was there that night. You were not invited. They just wanted you to go away. No, they didn't. They loved me. <laughs> Here's my card. I Come can go back anytime. Uh-huh. Open invitation. Do it. I may. Once it warms up in Chicago. I see. Please leave a message after the tone. If magic was real, what spell would you try to learn first? I'd like to learn how to summon a fresh, hot pizza. Message deleted. <laughs> I mean, that would be quite the move. I mean, how would you... I mean, do you... Are there... I've watched a lot of uh, wizard movies over the years. I've played a fair amount of D&D. Are there any spells that you can conjure hot food? 
I don't think that I it's kind of like, come to my mind. You know, out of all of the uh, the Jesus magic that happened in the Bible, I mean the, the, the fish. No, the, nobody make a bunch of flounder, more flounder. Yeah, water into wine. Yeah, like, that was the move. It's not like oh, I can feed all these hungry people on a hill. That's not cool. It's like hey, this party sucks. Check this out. Snap. But I, I have a feeling if we had that power, mm-hmm. we would inadvertently kill all of humanity. Because we would somehow turn all water into wine and then like the rivers and the oceans and everything, our whole ecosystem and planet would just die. Yeah, but we'd be fun. <laughs> be a fun way to die. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. There was a survey done about the jobs that make you the happiest in 2023. How happy would you say that you are doing your job, Audrey? I'm very very happy. I'm very fortunate and lucky to do what we do. Now, after we leave, (laughs) we were just talking about being complicated plants like one second ago. But yeah, Mm -hmm. I feel like there's a lot of things that whenever you're in the workplace, if you enjoy your work, there's that's kind of some people's escape. And that's probably why it's enjoyable. I mean, even yeah. if you love what you do, the lie is like, do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. That is it's not work. true. I love what I do. I, I love, love uh, this, it. This, was, this was my dream nice. job and I've somehow achieved that. Yeah. yeah. But that is such a still, such a it's lie. It's still a grind. Like whatever yeah. you do, it's still a grind. Absolutely. To be good at what you do. Yes. Yeah. Well, because to be good at what you do and to be you know performing at the top of your game, you have to constantly be evolving, right? But so, especially in what we're see, doing. You yeah. can't be stagnant well, still. I, I, we all love her. The real person we should be asking, uh, Jordan, are you happy? Um, Today I'm very happy. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, but good. usually no? Uh, overall, I'm happy. Yeah, I would say so. But when would you they, say that you've been the unhappiest recently? Uh, when I didn't get a lot of sleep. It's, it was because you were tired. But that's but yeah. that's is that, that stress that's sleep? or is that just because you were up playing uh, video games? Yeah, uh, I would say stress, but that's more like self-inflicted stress. Would you say that you are of, of all of the vices that you have the most addicted to video games? Hmm. Yes. Because, or just media in general. Because he's not a drinker. He doesn't yeah. do drugs. He, he's, he's not, uh, he's not a, uh, a sex addict. He I, doesn't have... Well, I mean, yeah, because he doesn't have sex. But, I mean, it's actually interesting because the other day you guys said whether or not you believed that I could stay off of media for a week. I don't think Jordan has the capacity. No, no way. Oh, no. No, 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 he's, no I mean, he's... No way. Because he'll listen to a podcast in two time, like two time speed, mm-hmm. so that he can finish the entire p- podcast. So he listens Wait, to that. Really? Yes. Yeah. I must have. <laughs> yeah. So he That's listens crazy. to a podcast while doing work, while playing video games, while watching anime. <laughs> <laughs> Multitasker, <laughs> like, man. Right? Am I wrong? I'm wrong in that? Like uh, you do? Yeah, you consume uh, like three different types of media yeah, while working. You, yeah. Well, while working, I try like. I try to focus on work when I'm working, but when it's my own personal time, since I'm like, oh, I only have X amount of hours to do my personal things, let me get as much stuff done as possible. So anime, yeah. podcast, video games, all in one sitting. So you'll There's be no listening way. to a podcast while simultaneously watching something else? And talking to someone in a video game. Yeah, usually it's it's talking, gaming, and having something else running in the background as well. That Bro, would that overstimulate is, me immediately. That is chaotic. I could never... I mean that's a that's a different breed of person. Like yeah. truly, like you are, you are resilient. <laughs> like I could not. Well, that's crazy. Is, is your biggest vice food? You think? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I've got that one under wraps for the last two weeks. Yeah, uh, I would say the last two weeks I've eaten healthier than I have in the last three years. Mm-hmm. You found a good substitute for convenience, which is having your meal prep 
meals that you order that I like that you like. Yeah. I mean, maybe I've got probably two more weeks until I get burnt out on them because True. that's just how my life goes. Yep. But they have so many options, though. Yeah, but I know what I like. And it's but you pizza. can have a pizza. No, I, no, to... I mean, no, I mean, I'm talking about other healthy meals that I'm eating right now. Well, but food is my food is the, like changing. I don't struggle with like I can quit alcohol like there's no like there's not even a bead of sweat that comes from my like brow if I thought if you said I could never have another drop of alcohol ever again well, you've got you cut a lot of that out just on your own right yeah I mean but just in not it's just uh, it's one of those things I never drink alone I'm a social drinker like same same hundred percent I drank I, I drank alone not socially one time in my life or for one period and that was just during the pandemic. early days of pandemic and i wasn't really even alone then that doesn't count my wife was there you get a pass but outside but, of that i'm not i'm not, a, I'm not that's, have you ever opened up a beer or poured yourself a glass of wine and thought that you wanted it and then you take a sip and then forget about it and you're like dang no, like i just never I'm, not once not a I, do it all, time. I, I have I, done it a lot my, my toxic trait is kind of the opposite thing where Back in the day when you were like a, a college kid and you bought a drink, mm. you had to finish it. Yeah. yeah. And I still have that instilled in me where, you know, I'm leaving a dinner or whatever and I'm like finishing this glass of wine that I don't really want. Yeah. I'm like, why am I doing this? But I like, do that with food. Yeah. So that's sure. just, you know, like they're, they're starving kids somewhere in the world. Like, you know, they, they beat that into your head. So Which is it's horrible. Like, well, I mean, yes, there are, but I feel like that is a big cause for me going like I continue to eat even though I'm full. Oh. Mm. So, because Audrey, you had mentioned that you'd struggled with like porn, and yeah. that you'd cut that out entirely, and yeah. it's been. It's, has it been a year now? I relapsed. Or, did you really? I did. But Recently? Yeah. Uh, happens. It does. But it was one of those things where whenever I relapsed, I it took a one second for me to go, of sense of feeling. Wait, so. I mean, not to get it too. It didn't feel again. good. It didn't feel nice. The, but the, the, the after effect yes. is but then, gross. But, then you hate but it, that's yeah. how you yeah. know you that, it, right that you're that it, exactly yeah, like yeah. that's if you drink and feel like a like a piece of crap after you drink, yeah. and you don't feel good about yourself, then it's probably not for you. Yeah. Yeah. If you watch porn and you feel disgusting after watching it, then it's probably not for you. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And like, what's yeah. not for me doesn't mean it's not for you. Sure. And that's not what we're saying in any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. But we know, like, there's that feeling uh, of, I was of so you just feel like a upset. piece of trash. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah. I made it so far, and then I did this, well, and now I feel yucky. Well, you're human. Yeah. But then it felt it like happened. a waste of a dough. <laughs> like, I want that one back. Yeah. Let me take that one back. <laughs> you don't get that. Uh, we've all been there before. Change it to a zero. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There you go. This is David Mahoney. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for David Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. David Mahoney Show. Give us your best insult that doesn't involve any curse words. Message deleted. So it is, maybe it just goes back to um, seeking fatherly approval and why it, it stings so much. But when you look at somebody right in the eyes and you say, you're a disappointment. Or you are a coward. A coward is a good one. How about this one? Uh, My mom was right about you. Oh, yeah. That stings. <laughs> Ain't ready for that kind of heat. I don't know. There's although there's also something just so adolescent about calling someone like a butthead, a butthole, a butthole. Yeah, that's or a like, great insult. You're even, a butthole. Even just a Dude, loser. Ass like clown. It's, 
Ass clown. Ass clown's my favorite. See, I just but, feel like there's something so like innocent but not about calling somebody a butthole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. it deflates any argument that you're using, but you funny. really mean it. Yeah. It's like you're being such a butthole right you're now. Like, like oh, did you just call me a butthole? Just call buttholes is that a thing? <laughs> Thirty. I was having to argue it with my boyfriend, and I was going to call him an a hole. And, call and him instead, a I called him a meanie. A meanie. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't want to cuss at him, so my brain did the whole broadcaster thing where I just flipped it real quick yeah. and just thought of a different word and then said the whatever more the more yeah. appropriate word. FCC like you're approved. being such a meanie. <laughs> FCC approved for my argument, yeah. but <laughs> for sure that's you're so funny. a friggin' meanie. You're just... <laughs> so he was like, "What are you for?" Please leave a message after the tone. Mahoney, who is hotter, Jamie Lee Curtis or Sigourney Weaver? That's a tough one for me. Oh man. man, message deleted. That is Sophie's choice because uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. In her prime was... I mean, so Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I mean, you think about two of the, like, you think about Sigourney Weaver in Ghostbusters mm. and Alien. Yeah. I mean, just, they, I if you told me they were sisters, I would 100% believe uh, for, it. For the longest time, I thought they were the same person. Yeah. What's her last name? Sigourney who? Weaver. Weaver. Oh, I thought you were saying Wiener. <laughs> Sigourney <laughs> Wiener. Wasn't Weaver. there a rumor a while for a while there about... Well, never mind. I am Zool. You they know, do look um, the same. But no, if, I think it, I'm going Jamie Lee. I know it's if not you're my going, question. I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis, as far as, I mean, just like all-time icons, like over the years in the 70s, 80s, 90s, and into the 2000s, being just like... Hot. Just, e- even uh, into the 2020s, and, she's got a sparkling colon. Well, but the fact that she leans <laughs> into the, the Activa, <laughs> you know, somebody who's just so comfortable with themselves, yeah, you know, like there's a level of confidence to be able to do to a be, commercial talking about to, to look ass. right into the into the camera and just be like, "Don't you love a good consistent poop?" And everyone's and, like, "Yes, yeah, it makes actually. me look like you." And yeah, I hope yeah. she wins. Uh, you know, she. I know she's nominated for an Academy Award right now. I wish for really? uh, everywhere. Or everything, everywhere, all at once. Best supporting actress. Terrible name for a movie, dude, I, but, but I've heard it's great, dude. That movie is, uh, is uh, out of all the movies that I've seen this year that are nominated for best picture. That is my favorite. What's the other one that uh, like the old timey kind of the? Uh, there's another one that's getting all the accolades and all the award nominations for an old timey movie. Yeah, it's like the it, I don't something about a journey somewhere. Uh, there is the the. Banshee. That's that's it. The one with uh, yeah. uh, Colin Farrell. The Banshee of Irishmen. The Banshee of Irishmen. Is yeah. that what it's yeah. called? Yeah. So Another terrible name. Matt I. Mooney from uh, Harry Potter. I don't know that actor's name, but I only know him as that. Mm-hmm. And then Colin Farrell. Yeah. And that was on HBO for a minute. I don't know if they've taken it I think off. it's gone. Is oh, it gone? Really? It was yeah. on HBO for a minute, like for free. Yeah. If you had oh, HBO man. Max. But it, I guess it's gone. Because um, it's getting all the awards, so they're like, we're going to charge you for yeah, it. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Or uh, put it back in theaters like they love to do. Yeah. I mean, you've got a couple, you know, Top Gun Maverick, Women Talking, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Banshees of Aaron, uh, The Triangle of Sadness, The Fableman, which is that Steven Spielberg autobiography, All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar, Elvis, and Tar. Oh, is it not The Banshee of Irishmen? That's how I've been reading it the whole whole time. uh, I mean, it's it's, Insure Aaron, which, you know, obviously Ireland, Aaron, and, you know, something like that. That is so funny because I have just been reading it. You know, whenever you see a word, I don't know if you you guys, your brains do this. You just give up halfway through? Absolutely. (laughs) Like, you actually have had me read a lot of names for the MMA Awards, and a lot of them are Eastern Europe. European, or we have Japanese, you know, Clunky Japanese names, names yeah. that are very long form. It's not like Portuguese, a lot of Portuguese yes, names. Brazilian, yeah. So <laughs> whenever I'm reading them, I will legit just read the first, um, like, three letters. And if it's anything past that, that's just 
unknown to me. I'm like, oh my gosh, how am I gonna how am I gonna do this? <laughs> but also just in reading books, that the entire time I just assumed the word. I thought yeah. it was Irishman. If it has enough of the letters that I would assume to be, you know what? I'm a just word gonna stick together. with it. It's the Banshee of Irishman. Well, they are Irish. Yeah. And they they were banshees, I guess. I don't I know. Guess. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, so I don't know how to feel about this like whole Nepo baby thing that's going on. <laughs> like, don't those people have to work really hard too? And on the opposite side of that, though, a lot of business is all about who you know, right? Message so we deleted. were just talking about this earlier, and I think that Nepo babies, whenever, so it's nepotism, it's a, people are on the internet calling everybody Nepo babies. There's a lot of, you know, um, people who are already in the industry who are giving their kids a chance in the order to prove industry, them. Right? So entertainment specifically, but we brought up the argument of uh, sports, how there are a lot of kids whose fathers or mothers the have mannings. been yeah. in sports. And yeah. I feel like if you're a Nepo baby, that is technically you're a Nepo baby. The only but you people that are mad at nepotism are the idiots that don't have somebody that give them a handout. I don't have anyone giving me a handout for what I've worked towards, right? There's Nobody I'm in my family was in else. the business in any way. But the, like as a parent, I will tell you, I will absolutely do everything well, in my power to give all my, of my kids an unfair advantage the, over everyone else. I, That's I what would, you do. I with, would pay for them to get in the Yes, yes, I would Uncle Becky yes. from the, the college admission scandal. I would Aunt 100%. Becky, yeah. My kids are dumb. Becky? I'm 100%. Uncle, Uncle, Becky. Uncle Becky. Aunt Becky. <laughs> Uncle Jesse and Aunt Becky. Lori Laughlin, Lawlin, whatever her name is. Yeah. Yeah. I would 100% do the same. Yes. Guess what? You... You know, like you would do, most people who love their family would do anything for their family. You would yeah. literally die for them. Yeah. And tell me you wouldn't cheat for them. But yeah. Of course you would. There, there's yes. also something to be said exactly like this caller. You are 100% correct in saying that you have to be somewhat decent in order to be in major motion pictures to be winning Grammys. I mean, Elle King is Rob Schneider's daughter, yeah, and she's that. in the country world, Like, yeah. and she's talented. Like, You and have to have talent even, in order to be good yeah, at something. Otherwise, you're just Jaden Smith. Yeah. And if Who you, is... He has a, a song, sure. Sure. Willow has like a song, but she's yeah. talented, too. But she's I mean, talented, Jaden. Yeah. Yeah. But if you look at the way that that works, too, also... Names carry weight, and the entertainment business is all about making money. Yeah, full stop. It doesn't matter if you don't make money; it doesn't matter. Like it does. You could be the most talented actor, actress in the world, if you can't make a nickel for a company that's going to fund it. You're never going to get work. And there's a lot of kids who are so talented that sure. obviously don't have, you know, parents of prestige, whatever that means. But I also think that there comes a delusion with success whenever you have success already in your family like I am going to make it because I have the capacity to make it yeah. whereas a lot of people who are common people like us who are like you know I can play the hell out of the violin but I know I'm going to have to go get a 9 to 5 because how am I going to proceed forward with my yeah, violin career that's how career? the arts work they're right. usually funded by wealthy benefactors right. and that's been since the beginning of time yes. if you're sitting around worried about other people being successful when you're not and then blaming it on you them having some sort of handout that you didn't yeah. Sure, that exists, but it if does. you're wasting all of that time using on your some, energy on that, you're grind. never going to succeed. Yeah, because grind. you're worried about what other people are doing and not what you're doing yourself. Exactly. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Because there's really no point in pretending to be... Hold on, what? Because there's really no point in pretending to be good at... To be good at this? Oh, I see. Okay, let me pick it up from here. 
It's an all-new blooper reel on the Dave and Mahoney Show. So we have had ourselves a full week, which, you know, with the holidays and mm-hmm. traveling and this and that, there hasn't been a full week in quite some time. And then I imagine that Jordan, as a result of that, had a fairly easy time putting together this blooper reel. Is there an individual star of this week's blooper reel? Um, there are two shining bright stars mm. that are sitting straight across from you. Oh, Audrey Mahoney, great job. Thank you for providing the content. Doing All right, I'm going to go grab the beer. <laughs> doing what we do back. best, Audrey, carrying this show on the back, we talk doing, way the more. He- yeah. doing the heavy lifting. Yeah, we talk yeah. far more than Jordan. So much more. So he can't ever, you know, put himself in the blooper reel. Mm-hmm. And then Dave, um, just you, perfect. you are just off, so sir. perfect. He pays yeah, him off. He does. He pays yeah. him off. That's yeah. true, Mahoney. That's well, it. here we go. Yep. Suffering no consequences. <laughs> it's like, little Starbies and walk around. Just, just browse. I don't even know what I want. I'm just but, I mean, walk around. If you were to have a, any type of animal go into a goat and they see something cute and the goat just goes, ah! Have any type of animal go into a goat, go into a goat. I almost brought home a fiddly fig. Fiddly 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 fig. Fiddly fig. Fiddly, fiddle, fiddly fig. Fiddle, But you and your wife are both only child. Children. Children. Ch- only oh. childs. <laughs> only child. Children. You better get out of here, Tiger. Like, you can't afford this HOA. <laughs> hundreds a month. It's beautifully. Everything manscaped. Manscaped. Landscaped, right? <laughs> beautifully. Everything manscaped. My, my big one was, uh, was Kmart uh, Lens Crafters. You did a lens clip. I did a lens crafters commercial. You did a lens clip. Lens clip. And so I remember telling that guy, "Oh, you're talking a big game behind that fence. Why don't you come out? Why don't you come out? Hi, Since they met, they are still together. Together in 2023. That's nice. They are still together, 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 together. It's a speech impediment. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Get a little Starbies and walk around. Just just browse. I don't even know what I want. If you were to have any type of animal go into a goat and they see something cute and the goat just goes, goes, goes. For this HOA, beautifully everything manscaped, man, man, manscaped, fiddly, fiddly, fiddle, fiddly, fiddly, But you and your wife are both only child. Children. Children. They are still together. Why don't you come out? Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMP and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Another test in Audrey's new relationship. And I say new relationship, but you guys have been at it for a while now. But you guys... Almost a year. Has it really almost been a year? Wow. Good for you guys. Um, but yeah, you guys, I mean, are still in that phase where you are loving new adventures together. Oh, no. I'll Judy chop them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. But you guys are, are like adventure experience activity people, you know? Yes. And so you were pretty upset because recently you had planned to go 
camping in a yurt, which I'd never even heard of a yurt. I don't know specifically where this yurt is. I just know it's in Utah somewhere and there was no heat. And yeah, was- so we for sure said no thank you on that. Like I, I, I am a I'm an experienced person, but I need to be comfortable. Yeah. Like that's I, big. That it's people are like, Do you have the capacity to go outside and, and camp on rocks where you're laying down on the ground? And I'm like, But why would nope. I put myself through that? No, that like, we terrible. have common comforts that I can put in a backpack, even a simple pad like those little nap pads that you had when you were in kindergarten yeah. you know even just sleeping on that is far more comfortable so yeah when people say all of that it makes me silly in the brain but that's what that's one of the reasons why i dislike going on vacation many times not all the time but a lot of times i don't like going on vacation because the bed that i'm going to sleep in i know is just not going to be as comfortable as my bed well I normally agree with you, but but my body has changed. Your body has changed. I've gone through some changes. How has your body changed? I'm going through changes. You know, there's a time in every young man's life Uh uh, that you get so fat that... Every young 41-year-old man. Uh (laughs) (laughs) He's the young of the olds. That's true, yeah. I I have a very soft mattress Mm -hmm. because that's what I always thought. You always think softer is better. Right, yeah. But I find that when I travel, most of the beds... Either in hotels or on cruise ships, too soft. So you, you are no, no are firm. hard, and, and you I, like hard, dude. I love it hard, like mm. just harder the better, stiffer the better. No, I like I mine want, soft. I throw my yeah. back into that. Like I sleep harder and more soundly. See, I am in so a hotel surprised than I do at home right uh-uh. now. To hear you say that you enjoy the beds on cruise ships, because I mean, don't get me wrong, you do Disney cruises; they're very nice cruise ships. You've been on ten, but uh, when you think of like a cruise ship bed. I wouldn't think comfort oh. first. No, but, I wouldn't well, think comfort at all. Yeah. It's it's very stiff. Yeah, and I I find myself loving it. Plus the motion of the ocean. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Dude, like uh-huh. it's like I'm a you're I'm a, a two hundred and forty pound baby getting mm. rocked you're to in, sleep. Yeah, yeah you're in, in someone's fetus. Oh, like, you're yeah. a fetus, or in someone's womb. I am Rihanna's womb. baby at the halftime show <laughs> when I am sleeping on a cruise ship. Shine bright like a diamond. Yeah, but but for sure we are <laughs> but, going through it right now. Yeah. But yeah. you guys also uh, just did something recently that was, um, you were a little unsure whether or not it was going to go well because of how you, both of you are in the kitchen when you're cooking at home. Yeah. So um, I've told you guys in the past that I have attempted to get a new hobby just because whenever we're done for the day doesn't mean everyone else in our lives' days are done. Mm-hmm. So I have a lot of time to fill. And so I'm not just like staring at the walls. Yeah. The only people we know who have this kind of same time as free timers, me and you. Yes. And we've already said everything to each other in those four Literally. hours we've been doing the show. And yeah. then if we Nothing were to, to go and which we have, if we were to go to have like drinks oh, after. We just drink. Just, just, yeah. just get hammered. That's all we do. Just just we can't. Roaring what else do we do? And then you're roaring drunk in the middle of the day. And like, then our significant other is like, really, you pieces of trash. We've worked all day, and here's what you guys are doing. I work too, dude. It's yeah. just different. Don't yeah. be mad that you chose a way harder job than me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I've been trying to find a hobby, and one of them has been cooking, which also just so happens to be a b- hobby of my boyfriend's as well. He's currently like going into culinary school just, again, as a hobby. He wants to kind of get better at the craft and has that's been a, in culinary school for, in the past. That's a really good hobby. Because even if you know you don't do anything with it professionally, like that's something that you can always like, have. Yeah, it's not like a, a degree that you don't use, right? right? It's something that you can practically every day use life. every single day. Yes. And even if you don't complete whatever certification that you get, right, whether it's a degree or whatever, you just learn. You're just learning Man. as you go, right? Well, well, there's a goal at the end of it, right? Too, so it feels like you're feeling um, accomplished by the end of the meal. Like you yeah. feel comforted by what you're eating. You can you see you set out a goal and you can see the finished product, and, and it doesn't take that long yes. to get it. And it's so satisfying when you create 
a create. beautiful meal and it's, you sit down it's and, art. You, and, it you, is art, and you enjoy it, it with somebody to the fullest. Like For that sure. is a beautiful There is moment. nothing that's more sexy to me than a, a good meal with somebody who you're like into. Absolutely. Yeah. Like that yeah. is just sex to I've, me. Again, <laughs> I had the most the best sex ever after the my 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 boyfriend cooked for me really? for, the, yeah. for, for the second date. Oops. I'm a lady. Um, so but truly it was cuz it like Mahoney you said like whenever you're being presented with this mm-hmm. food it's been cooked with love but we are different cooks in the kitchen. Yeah. He is, you know, he's been in the military. He's very task oriented. Whenever he's cooking, it's like he has an agenda, like all of these things, you know, they, they are it, yeah. very like, this is what's happening right now. He only has the capacity to finish one thing at a time. Point where a point I am efficiency. Yes. I am five pots on the stove type of person. Like Ooh. I am, you know, as limited dishes as I possibly can make because I don't want to have to clean all of that up. Yep. I'm cleaning as I'm going. You're like, thinking a couple steps ahead. Absolutely. Got it. Yeah. Whereas he, we, we just, exist differently. So you guys don't like co-mingle that well generally in the kitchen, but you guys decided to do this class where you cook together. Yes. And it was like, it's an experiential thing, cost a couple hundred bucks, uh, but it's, I mean, the experience is now done. It's in the rearview mirror. And I will say, I mean, like the pictures that you posted, the videos uh, at Audrey on air, I mean, it looked fantastic. It was so good, Dave. So we, I don't know if I can say the name on air, but I'm going to try. Uh, spatchcock, spatchcock, ma'am. <laughs> spatchcock chicken. <laughs> okay. So basically, it's a, it was a Cornish hen, not a chicken, but I guess it's same, same, but different. Tinier piece of poultry. Yeah. And um, it just looks, it looks fancy, yeah. but it didn't take a lot of effort or energy, cool. which, you know, as we're going through, I would recommend truly, if you have a place near you that has the ability to do a cooking class um, it was fun. It took a long time. And I was so surprised that both of our personalities, you know, that we were able to kind of exist and not like be like, give me the spatula. No, yeah. you're doing this wrong. You know, yeah. like, but I also noticed that him and I are very extroverted in the sense of we were cutting up. Like, we were trying to, like, crack jokes with the whole class. You're having a good time. And crickets. Wait, did and you no, make biscuits no. from scratch, too? We made biscuits from scratch when, with a honey butter. Dude, I mean, I'm looking at this. This <laughs> looks like it, this looks like it came from, like, a, a nice high-end restaurant. Fine, we yeah. made our the, the salad. We made our own vinaigrette with... Uh, uh, I mean, and we made the the biscuits from scratch with our three different types of butter. The chicken we like got underneath. I'm a, he was he was cracking up. He was like, I know it was already Valentine's Day, but I need you to massage this meat as well. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is my kind of cook. Like you're funny. Like you're a funny chef. But uh, we were also like really get into it. We're like, yes, chef. Well, <laughs> As you, we're cooking, I mean, did the whole meal. Looking at it again at Audrey on air on Instagram. This I would man, I'm it is food mouth watering. It really is. Like I was looking at that and I was like, God. I hope she gets another angle of that. <laughs> I have a plenty right of videos. Don't worry. Thank God she put it in cinematic <laughs> mode. Let I me did see. put it in. <laughs> I can tell. Listen, I'm a content creator. That's right. It <laughs> looked that awesome. Get yes. A little slower. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. Blitz, glamour, and out of touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. Man, just really hoping the best for Bruce Willis. Uh, there's been some talk about uh, you know him having some issues remembering things, and now they have di- diagnosed him with dementia. It's just, you know, it's a heavy subject matter. It's something that a lot of people deal with. Bruce Willis has been an icon for generations and yep. uh, just hoping the uh, the absolute best for him and his family. Man, dementia is is just the absolute worst. It's the, yeah. I, you know, that and cancer. When you get older, it's yeah. it just, man, it, 
Yeah, it's tough. It sucks because it's whenever you random. grow up watching someone and just consuming, you know, the everything that they've created and worked for, whenever you see something like this, I mean, even just uh, the Parkinson's from, um, oh gosh, guy from Back to the Future. I mean, yeah, just Mike, it, Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox. Fox. Sure. I mean, it's just these people who have such a strong hold on your core memories. Like, yeah. I just watched Die Hard the other day. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, it's devastating. It's absolutely devastating. And to think he was co-parenting at one point, wasn't he, with uh, Ashton Kutcher. With Ashton Kutcher. And they were all just like going to award shows together and he just seemed like so totally cool with the whole thing. What's interesting this is, is like that him, nice and, dude. him and Demi Moore still have a great relationship because mm-hmm. they were like just cool during the entire pandemic. divorce process. And pandemic. They were sure. living together he, uh, again. And Demi Moore was the one that shared the diagnosis on Instagram on behalf of the Willis family. So yeah. again, heavy subject matter, but hope the absolute best for him. Obviously, he'll have access to great care, but um, you know, yeah, just hoping the best. So we were just talking the other day about how Disney has been maybe cranking out way too many Marvel movies. That's how I felt. Like I've just 42. totally, I just have gotten lost. I, I mean, have no idea what's going on in the in that cinematic universe. Even anymore. how Ant, the new Ant Man movie just kind of snuck up. Yeah, without a whole lot of fanfare behind it. You know, Black Panther two. A lot. You know, they 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 just aren't the. You know these aren't hap- these aren't the movements or these aren't the the, the moments that they were. I would say four or five years yeah, ago, they were like Pre- cultural moments, right? Yeah. Where like, everyone oh. was anticipating it. Now it's like there's so many. And Bob Iger, who's back now with Disney as the uh, the CEO, said the company needs to be better at curating the franchise content because it's extraordinarily expensive. Uh, He said that, you know, Marvel being Disney's most important supplier of content, he said it's probably going to face some pretty significant cuts soon because right now they're just cranking out too much stuff. They need to move away from where they're at. Obviously, we have the Avengers series that has been, you know, for the last 11, 12 years, been the biggest movie franchise in the world. But Marvel has such a wide uh, catalog of things that they can do, and I think they need to do expand upon that and tell stories that we haven't heard and move away from that. Kind of like how we've seen with uh, what they've done with Star Wars as well. You know, we're moving away from the Skywalkers. We've moved into the Mandalorian, and that you know that has become a, a wildly popular series. There's a lot of stories to be told in these universes. I think we just need to stop telling the same ones over and over, and the ones that we are telling about the guys that are uh, near and dear to us, tell the best stories. See, this is how I know I'm old, because I feel like Disney has just jumped the shark, because I, I just feel like the pure Disney was the animated Disney, yeah. sure, not the... Let's buy the hottest thing that wasn't well, ours originally and expand on it. And I'm thinking of Star Wars. Star like, Wars and Marvel are the two big ones, yeah. Well, but they made Marvel kind of into what it was. Marvel was a fledgling they, comic brand. They bought it yeah. for like nothing. I mean, yeah. it was it was unfortunately, you know, X-Men and Spider-Man were the big IPs and mm-hmm. everything else was just kind of tertiary. Uh, I'm with you with Star Wars, but that's George Lucas. And I'm glad that actually Disney did buy that because I think George Lucas... Uh, did everything he could to pro- make that series uh, <laughs> die, and Disney has put some some life back into it with uh, some of the, some some of the movies that they've done. But I also think, you know, the, the animated movies that they have been putting out have been pretty Man, good. Man, I as want well. songs like Aladdin 
from Damn. the uh, from OG Aladdin. I want Phil Collins to get back with his stinky, stinky Dude. Phil Collins but body. They will be there when they. You don't think <laughs> for his ex-wife? Yes. These are my takes. Oh man, Ponto, <laughs> Frozen, and I, I mean, miss the Phil Collins ex-wife drama. She's still living in that house with Remember her that? boyfriend. She had like a boyfriend and like a guard with an Uzi out front. Like, I it was awesome. Need Phil Collins to write a like a soundtrack like Taylor Swift. Yeah. Get back in to the studio and the write studio. like Tarzan. Again, because I think there's a Tarzan. Nothing could be that. Nothing could be that iconic without time. So that's all. That's all we need. And you know, you look down, especially like you take somebody like Dave's kids who are growing up with those newer Disney movies. Which ones do they like? Will be the classics when they're thirty and forty. There's a lot of them. I don't know if you're right though, because Disney was it when we were growing up. It was it. Now there is so much content. I don't know. Disney doesn't have a a hold on the kids. Frozen still has the you know. Frozen's iconic. Kids. Yeah, I feel they, like the they, only costumes that I see, uh, like in any of the Disney like fronts, is going to be the the Frozen costumes and Moana. Moana I don't really see sure. much else. But I mean, Trolls was more impactful for my kids oh, than, yeah. than Frozen was. Because Trolls hit. Are you kidding Trolls me? Trolls is awesome. Anna Kendrick and Justin Timberlake Amazing. collaborating for the most perfect soundtrack ever. Yeah, and then <laughs> the Ninja Trolls. Kids on YouTube. It's like, oh god. Are they into Bluey? Yeah, Bluey, I watched Bluey, Bluey the other day. Cute. Yeah, I and watched Bluey the other day and was laughing harder. Than, isn't it adorable? It's great. Than yes. my boyfriend's daughter That's beside good. me. I was like, "She's <laughs> like, are you okay?" It's a like, funny <laughs> dog. And we learned a fun little tidbit: Bluey is named after the world's oldest dog. The world's oldest dog was over thirty years old and was a little Aussie Shepherd named Bluey. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, the more you know, you know. Now you know. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Somehow. And we have that a was big, bad. strong beer, just like me. A big back. Big, big back. strong beer. So, so strong. There, there we go. go. That's more of a, like a cheers. Oh, I don't know cheers why I was, just... was so bad, I literally was like, no. Well, it's glass. It's not me. I'm drinking a tiny little glass, so I don't have to like wash a whole big-ass glass. Wait, wait, wait. You, you selected your glass size, so you wouldn't have to... It is. Yeah, so it's like a two-ounce pour. That's the smallest cup. <laughs> that is, That's the smallest it's, cup It's essentially a large shot glass, but I like that you are so lazy that you chose a small glass so you wouldn't have to wash a bigger one. Yeah, man, that's what I do. <laughs> it's it's about being working smarter, not harder. Uh, that is the, that is on brand for me. And today's beer that we are featuring is another classic from Founders. Founders, I mean, we've done a lot of their beers over the years. I mean, when I think about big breweries across Across the country that are that have a pretty large distribution, uh, founders always uh, you know uh, on the uh, the top of that list for the bigger ones. And this series is their absolute best. We're talking about Audrey, the KBS, the Kentucky, Kentucky. Bourbon Stout, yes, sir. and they've actually over the last few years decided to expand on that series because obviously the Kentucky Bourbon Stout has done been one of their best sellers and eagerly sought after. They also have a uh, CBS, their Canadian Bourbon or Canadian Breakfast Stout, I believe is that what that one is called as well. But uh, the KBS is their best selling series, and this one, uh, no different. The cinnamon vanilla cocoa. Mm. 
KBS from Founders, 12% alcohol by oh, volume. My. It's an imperial stout with coffee, cinnamon, vanilla extract, cocoa nibs, aged what in the heck is a cocoa, cocoa nib, nib <laughs> bourbon <laughs> barrels. <laughs> little, little cocoa nibs. Let me get a little nibble is, of that cocoa. Is, is, is that shortened for, co- for a cocoa nibble? Oh, or yeah. nipple. That's, I'm pretty sure <laughs> that's nipple? what oh. uh, we... Uh, you Have know. you ever seen cocoa nipples that look like little cocoa puffs? Yes. Uh, yeah. no, oh, I've, I've, no, I've seen Hershey Kiss nipples. Yeah, Hershey Kiss sure. nipples. Oh, yeah. They I ain't never seen one of those. Can you imagine this? You were just reading this, and it was like <laughs> vanilla nipples. extract. Hershey Kiss nipples. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Chocolatey flavors. Chocolate boobies. <laughs> Every week here on Beer for Breakfast, we break down each one of these reviews into five separate categories. Look, smell, taste, feel, and drinkability. And let's start off with the very first category. Oh, by the way, mm. uh, this is a very expensive beer. How much is it for the six-pack? I don't be. know if it was just the store I got it Can at I guess? or not. Go ahead. So for four-pack, I'd oh, say that this pack. was going to be close to like 22 bucks. Uh, $18.99. Audrey, uh, a little bit closer, but still under. This was $24.99 for a four-pack. Four pack. I don't know is if it that's the ABV? where it is everywhere, but that is what this. That is what I paid for this four-pack. To be fair, if you drink all four of those, you're, you're going to be drunk. You're going to be drunk. And uh, looking at the, not the cinnamon, vanilla, cocoa, KBS from Founders, I mean, it's just black. I mean, even when you hold it to a direct light source, yeah. you don't even... It's, it's very hard to get those mahogany, those crimson highlights around the edges. I mean, this is deep dark black with a uh, you know like a, a tan head decent amount of head on the uh, pour of this particular beer but if you are scared by dark beers uh, let this you. one haunt you run um, for the hills Mahoney this is a 12% beer yes so that's got to play into effect I mean that's sure. literally three beers in one beer absolutely I mean this is you know this is a 12 pack for yeah. sure I mean but here's the thing you're also paying for quality we know those were those three letters KBS from founders stand for quality they always do a good beer and I'm I'm sure this one is no different. Let's move on to the next category in beer for breakfast, which is the smell of the KBS. Let's all take a big whiff. So interestingly, with the nose on this, the first thing that hit me was like a smoky smell. It's the bourbon barrels. Yeah, so you get like the scent. It's kind of like my breath probably after a night of drinking where it's It's like booze and and cigar smoke. Yeah, it smells like cigars. Yeah, it's not as boozy as you would imagine. And, you know, I mean, some of these, some of the KBS in the years past have been uh, very, very, very booze forward with the nose. This one, I mean, the fact that you've got, uh, you you do get that bourbon in there, but it's it's more muted to me. The, The most prevalent uh, scent that is coming out to me is actually that cocoa. Yeah, like the chocolate. The chocolate. Very chocolatey, a little bit of vanilla, not getting much cinnamon, but I mean, traditionally when you pair chocolate and cinnamon together, the chocolate always overpowers. So, I want a candle of this from a man cave. You oh, know? a candle yeah, of it? Yeah, yeah, that'd be perfect. It's actually really funny. Before we get into the taste of this, Mahoney, yeah. I, every time we do one of these bourbon barrel stouts, um, uh, there is a brand um, back home. Again, I went to school in Lexington, Kentucky, so there are bourbon barrel stouts are pretty much everywhere, and sure. there was an ice cream shop that actually did a pairing with Kentucky Bourbon Barrel specifically. An ice cream shop? And they that sounds did awesome. a milkshake Ooh, or yeah. um, a float, rather. Yeah. So they took two scoops of whatever your ice cream of choice is. I bet like any praline. ice cream wouldn't Give be bad. Praline would be so good. Or just straight vanilla. Just, yeah. Yeah, sure. Have, yeah, the back and forth. And then dump because you're not really, I mean, yes, you can drink a whole one of these, but usually whenever you go to the breweries, they're going to give you a snifter, so yeah. it's going to be a smaller portion, and dump that on top of this. Yeah. And whenever we start talking about what this is going to taste like, you will understand why the adult 
floats are bomb. The texture of the, or the temperature rather, of the cold ice cream with the warmth of the booze yeah, yeah, yeah. is perfect. I and imagine. it's sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, this is, I mean, stouts and ice cream have always paired well together. I mean, then when you take, you know, a very rich mm-hmm. and flavorful stout like KBS traditionally and pair it with that, yeah, that sounds phenomenal. Let's, uh, Let's all take a drink of the KBS. It's been sitting out for a little bit, uh, about 25 minutes or so. We've had these out. So Intentionally, right? To warm it up right? a little, bit. Up a yeah. little bit. It's just to get the full range of flavors from this particular stuff. I so haven't cheers, had friends. a beer this strong in a minute. So is the alcohol really hitting you? Yeah, it is. So it's it, uh, there's some of that there where you definitely get a presence of the alcohol, but it doesn't seem overwhelming to me. Like there, there's a creaminess to it. Yeah. Which, Richness. Yeah, it really does play well. Uh, I mean, what this says on the box is what you get in the glass. I mean, you get that that chocolate up front. That's for me. The big yep. chocolate, yes. much like the nose, that is the most prevalent. Uh, the vanilla is a little bit more muted. Uh, I, I taste cin- no vanilla. The cinnamon, actually, <laughs> I do get no. a little bit more of the cinnamon than I did in the nose. Heavy malt base. But, man, no alcohol. For yeah. a 12%, for 12%. Or, this is dangerous. And so pairing this with ice cream may be the best alcoholic stout you could probably make. For sure. And actually, you know what? I, I think I just get kind of confused on what is chocolate and what is vanilla. And I know that sounds so silly, but whenever you're, whenever you are thinking about what cocoa is and what like vanilla extract yep. is, they kind of are so similar, but mm-hmm. we're just so used to thinking what's chocolate ice cream and what's vanilla ice cream, right? They just, yeah. you know, yeah. but whenever, as I'm tasting this more, you get more of that, that true vanilla flavor Ooh. over the chocolate. Dude, I think it's really good, but it is thick. Yeah. This is a full on chocolate booty. But it doesn't feel like it's, <laughs> I, I, I could probably drink two of these tops. Uh, I mean, just Tops. for, I mean, oh, I'd be for dead sure. yeah. on the ground it's, somewhere. It's not even the 12%. It's just, a, it's a heavier beer, <laughs> but I mean, right? I, I, I don't think already. it's so heavy that you could just drink one because a lot no, of beers no. like this, you know, that are, you know, that you think that are specialty beers, uh, I can usually drink about one mm-hmm. or so. This, I think I could probably go to. I'm curious to see what producer Jordan, because he is, uh, you know, the he, most inexperienced drinker of the show. He said he likes sours, by the way. I, I mean, he's, the he sours said, have come yeah. a long way. He said we, the, the sour that we did and a couple of weeks ago drink. was his favorite beer ever. This is So could not be more polar opposite. Than yeah. That. Yeah. I mean, so on the spectrum, yes, yeah, for sure. Take? Uh, I'm actually enjoying this one. Okay. Um, like uh, for the nose, you guys didn't smell the vanilla, but like I was actually—that's the biggest scent mm-hmm. that I got was the vanilla. Um, but yeah, on the mm-hmm. drink, I could taste the alcohol at the very front end of it, and then it dissipates very fast. Yeah, the the, the, the finish is there's hardly any finish. There's it's, no it's very leftovers. Clean finish for what I it is. I like the little spice that the cinnamon gets. Yeah. I it taste is. no cinnamon. There's a little bit in there. I think it's huh. it's, it's it's hiding in there with the chocolate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go back again. Audrey, is this a it. beer you would uh, drink again? I've actually had this beer in the past. The, um, and I, well, or just like KBS in yeah, general, um, this specific one, um, I don't remember, um, probably because I was blackout. If I'm Because <laughs> these are pretty strong beers. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm a, I'm a lady. And uh, mm. I tend to think that whenever I'm drinking around men, that I can always ha- handle my own. And I just can't, simply cannot. Um, but on a 12% beer, this is definitely tasty. I would go back. But I'm a big fan, you know, of stout supporters. The heavier the beer, the better for for me, uh, winter beers are my jam. Um, I think that I, it's just whenever I drink these Mahoney, you spoiled me. Uh-huh. I'm going to tell you why. Because we had 
That Napa parabola. That's the best oh, beer we've ever had. Yeah, so I mean, that's the it highest way to beer we've ever done. It a torch, and every no. time it's like I'm chasing no. it. I'm well, chasing the something that's chasing simple. Chasing dragon. It's, that's the, right. it's yeah. like a, I want to know what can even be kind of kind of there. And that's wine barrels, which is different, right? So it's got a whole different flavor profile. Yeah. But as far as like the bourbon barrels go, an imperial I think, stout, yeah, I think yeah. the Founders is, is pretty good. Yeah, it is good. I mean, the Dude, Napa parabola is, job. I mean, I think we gave that a 4.7. Yeah. I think it's not one of our highest rated beers. It's a highest rated beer tied with... With Victory at Sea, the uh, uh, High West Victory at Sea. You know, I, I'm a big fan of things that are smoky. Yep. I've got some friends that hate that. Uh, I love it, mm-hmm. whether it's a smoked old-fashioned, uh, just smoked meats, any of that stuff. Uh, smoking actual cigars, like yep. any of that. A big fan of smoke. I get a good cigar beer. I get a lot of smoke out of this, though, yep. and I, I enjoy that part of the flavor profile. The smokiness kind of lingers as well, which mm-hmm. I don't mind at all. Uh, the booze content is great. I'm not a fan of this type of beer on a regular basis, but this is a ski lodge, Irish pub yep. style beer. Cold weather. But you're exactly right. It's a winter beer, Audrey, but it is hitting right today. Yeah, the mouthfeel on this, uh, smooth, rich, velvety. I mean, but it's not overly heavy. I would say it's like it's, it's medium. Yeah. It's medium. It's right there, yep. a perfect medium bodied. Uh, the overall drinkability for the KBS Cinnamon Vanilla Cocoa. Uh, for me, coming in twenty four ninety nine for a four pack. That is a lot of money. That is a lot of money for a four pack. But you're gonna of get drunk beer. off of four. I mean, uh, usually you drink with a purpose, right? Certainly. If you're gonna drink these, you're not gonna be like leave. You're not gonna be but, left feeling like, oh, I need to go make, make another run. Beer, yeah. I don't feel you're going to feel like you got ripped off if you buy a four pack of that because I would say, you know, if we're going to smoke a cigar day, two for you, two for me, mm-hmm. we're feeling great at the end of the night. It's a wonderful tasting beer. I think this is a a really good uh, foot into the world of. Uh, you know, bourbon barrel aged stouts. Do I think this is better than the original KBS? No. Are you I saying don't. that founders could sell their feet picks on Feet Finder? Probably Absolutely. could. But I think this is a top notch, high quality beer. If you like stouts, you should probably check out at some point. So for me, I would definitely give this a buy. And can I get a drum roll, please, Dave? Oh, sure can. Mahoney's Beer Scouts from Jack and the KBS Cinema Vanilla Cocoa. A 4.2 out of 5. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good. For you. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, does anyone keep photos in their wallets anymore? I think the number must have gone way down since the invention of the smartphone. Message deleted. In our wallets? Photos. Photos. Because, I mean, that used to be a thing. Back in the day, you'd have the photo of the kids in the yeah. wallet, so somebody bring up the kids, and now, of course, you don't do that because you have, you know, an Instagram, or they're just on your phone, or whatever it is. Do you wallets go, boom. even have the photo Imagine things anymore? Imagine if you anymore? were a wallet photo holder maker, man. You thought you were the king of the hill, and next thing you know... Well, they're dead now, so it doesn't matter. Their kids are having to invent something next. <laughs> I mean, really, the, the person yeah. who invented that has got to be You're dead. dead. for sure. But yeah, no, I don't. I don't have a single photo in my wallet. Do you? No, yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean a photo ID of myself. Yeah, but that's that doesn't count. I don't even know what's in my wallet. Hmm. Because girls' wallets are usually bigger. They're I mean, enormous. I'm, my my wife's wallet is the size of a Volkswagen, and she's got nothing well, of substance in it. Mine's, oh, yours is oh, yours is compact. Yeah, I have I, two whole. I have a dollar. A oh oh no, there's one other dollar. Oh, we got two dollars. Uh, okay, dollar. two more dollars than I have. Leave for my lashes because okay. you know you get her girl gets some lashes. Where else <laughs> do I have? I have a um, <laughs> literally nothing. Somebody I have a Dillard's dollars. Uh, you got Dillard's dollars. I have another dollar. I think on there. <laughs> There's nothing, nothing else. I'm a penny. What what <laughs> happens if you get lost? 
I have one piece. Trying to piece together who this chick is with $2.01 and a Dillard's Dollars card. A quarter. And okay, a thing for on. her lashes. Okay, she got two, I have two twenty six. <laughs> Two dollars twenty six cents more than I got. Nowhere. <laughs> That's not even bus fare. You can make it rain. I have two spoolies in here. I have as many eyelash spoolies as I've dollars. Oh, buddy, <laughs> she's broke but pretty. Please leave a message after the tone. What TV show character would you love to change places with for a week? Message deleted. I don't know, but Dave, I'm looking out the window right now. Yeah. Are There's people? a guy who's shadow boxing in our parking lot. <laughs> You've got to be kidding! Yeah, I mean, he just moved, but there was like, I'm—he's actually still kind of out there, still shadow boxing a little bit. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> I would change characters with that guy. <laughs> I, I'm just looking at him like, is that guy fighting somebody? Oh no, there's nobody there. He's just literally in the uh, parking lot throwing me. punches um, at the cool air. badass. Um, TV <laughs> character I would switch places with uh, Peter Griffin. Seems, seems like a fun guy, dumb enough to hot not wife. know. Yeah, hot wife. Lois. Lois is a hottie. Lo- Lois yeah. is down for some stuff. Yeah, she is. I've seen those. I've seen those. I mean, cool Homer Simpson would be another cartoons. one. You've got a job. Why that's are you easy. drunks? <laughs> well, <laughs> no easy job. You know, you got a you know, wife who loves you. You know, you've got. I mean, your kids are troublesome, but every kid's troublesome. Sure. Yeah, they're interesting. But you've you got a house. You've got a car. You have a daughter who can play the Dickens Dude, out of the saxophone. Al I mean, Bundy, <laughs> four touchdowns in a single game. Yeah. Pole high. And you you could support an entire family See, off Al, of a, a, a shoe salesman job. Is it Al Bundy? I, I don't think so because Al Bundy seems a little bit too aware. I think he's a little bit too smart, too sad. Yeah, he's too he's too upset yeah. because he's aware of the world Dude. around him. That's why I chose Peter Griffin is because he is oblivious. But Peg Bundy, mm, Peg Bundy. Like I mean, when I was a, when I was a young man, Christina Applegate, yeah. one of my first TV now crushes. Now grown man, Peg Bundy. Would you let Peg Bundy? Peg Bundy, you maybe, dude. I mean, uh, she's married to, I believe, the creator Kurt of, Sutter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sons of Son Anarchy. Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy. She's she's so good. That's a show that I've you never watched, and you grew up in a you know a, a middle class, lower middle class family. Watch it. It's just it hits. Audrey, who is that? That's Bubbles from the Powerpuff Girls. I mean, that's me. Yeah. Why is she so sad? <laughs> she's just tired. She's just a sleeper girl. <laughs> yeah. She, Bubbles from the Powerpuff Girls, she just embodies me. Like, she's just like, just always talking about how she's not a crybaby and saying like things like, I am not fat. <laughs> yeah, like, she, yeah, is, she is me. Like, I am Bubbles from Powerpuff that Girls. Is you. Please leave a message after the tone. Sparkling water tastes like white noise to me. And I don't know why it just does. Can someone explain that to me? Message deleted. That is stunningly accurate. Water that hurts, yeah. and I like it. You know, I mean, I can't drink flat water unless I'm, like, real thirsty anymore. Well, what do you mean flat water? Like water that's not carbonated. Like normal person water. Yeah. I was talking with someone yesterday about hose water. Like, whenever you would be really thirsty and, and playing outside. Oh, and I thought you meant, like, a bunch of sluts at the club. That's not water. That's pee. <laughs> Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Because your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen all at the same time. They're everywhere. (laughs) Way out in the land of the setting sun, where the wind blows wild and free, there's a lovely spot, just the only one that means home. Sweet home to me. If you follow the old kid.
Kit Carson Trail till the desert meets the hills. Oh, you certainly will agree with me. It's the place of a thousand thrills. Home means Nevada. Home means the hills. Home means a sage in the pine. Out by the trucky silvery rills. Out where the sun always shines. Here is the land that I love the best. Fairer than all I can see. She's deep in the heart of the Golden West. Home means Nevada to me. One more time now. Home means Nevada. <laughs> 